Welcome to episode 15 of Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicola Skino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, Nicole is back from her vacation, and she's here to help me discuss a very important topic, one of my favorites, time. How do you spend it? How can you get more of it? And how when we say yes to something, we're always saying no to something else. All right. Welcome back, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we want to know. And actually, you and I haven't really had time. Time. (laughs) There's the magic word for today's episode. Uh, We haven't had time really to discuss your vacation. So I'm super pumped to hear about it. Oh, it's going to be good. So I I even took notes on the trip because I wanted to (laughs) be able to share with you guys on the podcast. So let me tell you like where we went and how how it kind of progressed. We basically did 3,500 miles in seven days across seven states. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. Isn't that insane? It was over 70 hours in the car. It was crazy town, but it was super, super fun. Uh, So we started here in Texas. And like I said, we were just kind of going to go west and see how far we could make it. So we hit New Mexico, we hit Arizona, we went to California, and then we made it and we were like, okay, what now? So then we turned back and we came to Nevada, Utah, Colorado, and then back through New Mexico and Texas. It was insane. (laughs) And that was eight days, you said? It was seven days because we left Tuesday morning. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So did you get to see anything or were you just driving through states like like just flying through states? <laughs> Some of the, it kind of was like flying through states. Some of the states we were driving through like at night so we couldn't see a whole lot. The places that we've been before we were kind of driving through them at night. Uh, but yeah we got to go to a bunch of national parks. Um, I got to go to the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon before. It was gorgeous. Isn't it amazing? Um, Oh, it was mind-blowing, and we didn't even, like, get to go do, like, deep in it. There's only certain areas in national parks that you can have dogs, so um, we only got to see, like, the very top part where there's lots of people, so it's already back on my list to go and explore later when the grandparents are babysitting the dog puppies. (laughs) (laughs) My mom calls them the grandpups. The grandpups. Oh, that's so sweet. So how did they do? Did they did they enjoy all the, the car? Are they car dogs? They did wonderful. Like, we couldn't have asked for a better experience. They slept most of the time when we were in the car, just like whoever wasn't driving was usually sleeping, too. That's usually me. Um, I'm really good at sleeping in the car. But yeah, they did fantastic. When we were going slow, they wanted to hang their heads out the windows. And we had to sleep in the car a couple of nights because it got a little too cold to camp. And they were just champions like made for the road oh that's awesome especially phoenix little guy he's old so 
Oh my gosh, I have the cutest, it's probably my favorite picture that Vic took. It's kind of funny, like he's driving and he takes a picture of like, you can see Shiner in the back, like part of his body and he's asleep. And then Phoenix is laying upside down in my lap asleep and then I'm passed out, like laying to the side. (laughs) He was like, here's the best picture of the whole trip. (laughs) Okay, we want that on the show notes for sure. (laughs) Oh, it's good. It's a funny one. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. But it was, it was super fun and we got to see a lot of cool stuff that we haven't seen before and the weather was divine we were literally like a day ahead of all of the snow so every time we would go somewhere it would snow as soon as we were leaving it was great oh very cool yeah girl well I'm glad you had a good vacation we were um a little lost without you here we'll say the studio the yoga studio because we're still well we actually I feel like are on the almost done with the sort of insanity of the point of sale system switch that we've been talking about but when you were gone it was like Evelyn me and Lindsay all being you and like the three of us couldn't handle it we were like how does she do this (laughs) (laughs) that's what Evelyn told me when I came back she was like all three of us were being you it was insane (laughs) it was pretty 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 great but uh we worked through it and uh and now things are starting to get better so I'm feeling lighter about all of it Yes, yes. Last week was rough, which is why we ended up with our first spark short. And um, well, that kind of segues into sucky moment of the week. Here's our sucky scale. One being kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. (sighs) Two. Three. Seriously? Four. Five. Okay, so I originally had put this down as a three, but I I think that was kind of dishonest. So I'm going to give it a four. Ooh. (laughs) I I increased it. Um, Yeah, because I don't. So the reason I want I want to give it a three because I want it to not affect me as much as it's affecting me. But I this is supposed to be a real podcast and no BS. So. It's a four. It might even be a five on some days. It's our kitchen remodel. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so you you kind of know a lot of this stuff. But the very short story is that a lot of stuff's been going wrong, which I fully, fully predicted and expected. Like they said, three weeks, we'll have you know you guys back at your house. And I said to my husband, no way, plan for six. And we're definitely going to be six, but probably seven at this point. Um, Yeah, the cabinet company has been a nightmare. And they delivered like half the cabinets were the wrong cabinets. And then there's this one whole cabinet that the way they showed the design and what what they actually make is totally different. And they don't, they won't do like a custom. And so we just don't even know what we're going to do with that. It's just like sitting in the garage. Um, (laughs) <laughs> our vent hood when he put our vent hood in like basically like you know everything is wrong like it wasn't like, the vent was like not the air was just going into the attic like it wasn't actually venting out of the house which oh is- no <laughs> 
sort of the purpose. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, so we're just like putting all this air into the attic. That's fabulous. Um, so we had to get like an electrician in there to like fix all that. And then, you know, I think I discussed before the wires were very dangerous. So we got all that fixed, put the vent hood in, which he said was a nightmare. And it was way too low. Like just John, if John were to like cook he's six two it would completely smash his head basically like he couldn't put his head like (laughs) under (laughs) that'd be funny (laughs) yeah and so I I freaked out I was like no no and you know and our contractor kept saying well we really just can't make it higher but he you know anyway he worked it out it's higher now but our budget's like completely busted and then our painter came in and he was gonna redo a couple rooms that had really really ugly really really ugly um, texturing and stuff on it. So because we're kind of modernizing a lot of the house. And he sent me these crazy pictures. They actually painted over wallpaper. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't, wow. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. So like, he has to take off the texture and then take Remove off the wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. And, the, you know, and so that was fun. I mean, obviously, we didn't have to do it, but we had to pay for it. <laughs> Did you yeah. get a picture of the wallpaper? Well, I, you know, he sent me photos of like the process, but I didn't get it. I don't, I think because the paint was on there, I don't think you can actually see what, what it looked oh, like. Okay. I know. I'm that just would, curious now. I'm like, what did it look like? <laughs> I'll have to ask him. But so in all of this craziness, it's not even that part that was super stressful, although that was stressful, That, but that wasn't the worst. It's that we're living with my parents and my in-laws and every three to four days we're moving because Luke, my son, has his preschool right by our house, which is by my parents. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it just doesn't make sense for us to be at my in-laws because it would be a 30 minute drive in rush hour to get to school. So we've been bouncing back and forth. Our dog's been living with my in-laws and it's just like, it's starting to get to all of us. Like poor Luke is like, can we go home? And <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> I know. And then he's been in this new big boy bed at my in-laws and it's not working. And so my husband's been sleeping on the floor with him. Like he comes in like five times a night and it's just not working. So we're like, okay, we're going back to the crib. So now I didn't even know. Last night, Zoe and John were at my in-laws and Luke and I were here just because of circumstances with the crib. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) And you're practically like living out of your suitcase kind of situation too, right? Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's stuff like everywhere. There's stuff obviously at my house and then there's stuff in my in-laws and stuff in my mom's. And like with the podcast, it's like where that's the other thing that's funny about this. This is why I think I'm like, I got to be honest. I had to elevate it to a four, but (laughs) my parents are getting this construction done. They have this crazy leak. So they're like huge windows have been replaced. And then they've just had like the worst nightmare with it. So like a window fell down or I mean, I don't know, some shutter thing that they were installing fell down and like ruined their wood floors. Oh, man. So then they had to get a company to come in. And like, it was like two days of them like, I've never seen this before where you replace planks. It is a nightmare. Like they. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can imagine. That's like a big puzzle piece. It is. And the guy said I was talking to him. He's I was like, that looks like really, really challenging. He's like, yeah, because if I mess up even just a little, then I break the next plank. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So Every single day, I kid you not, they have someone here making like crazy loud sounds, banging. So as soon as I try to put like a baby down to nap, then somebody's like 
coming and banging on the walls or I try to podcast. <laughs> so today I'm like, I'm hiding in mom's sewing room and they have someone cleaning downstairs and I'm just like, don't come up here for 30 minutes. Please, 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 please. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, I just want my house back. So anyway, that's my long like story. But here's the whole thing. And this is why I've been like, okay, this is just not that bad. Because my inspired action is what my mom always says. It's two words. And it's two of my favorite words. And she says, champagne problems. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. Because you know, you always say like, for people will sometimes say first world problems. Same mm -hmm. idea is that I mean, I'm getting our we're getting our kitchen remodeled. And we have both sets of parents that live, you know, right in the same city as us and our kids have two sets of you know grandparents and we have all this help and you know it's like I feel like a total jerk even complaining about it because I we're so blessed I mean we really are but the reality of it is the day-to-day -day right now is stressful so there is that for sure. And you're allowed to be stressed about it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I think I think with all these types of things, the feelings that we have are real and the emotions and we have to face them and deal with them and find ways to de-stress and separate, but at the same time, have that perspective that in the grand scheme of life, we're pretty lucky. Mm -hmm. Totally stealing champagne problems. Though. I like that. Oh, yeah, that's a Marie special. Oh, thanks, Marie. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I think we'll probably just have to include like pics of the some of the remodel because it's pretty, pretty fun. So I'll put some of those in the show notes. I'll give them to Sarah. Um, yeah, I was just thinking you haven't been on the podcast in like three weeks. I know it's a little crazy. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, because we had Sarah and then our little spark short, which I loved. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Oh, okay, so that's enough complaining about my psyche moment of the month <laughs> slash months. <laughs> We're getting into the months, plural. Um, but I have been wearing my complaint-free bracelet because we're doing that in teacher training right now. And so that's been helping me, although there are days where my wrist is actually burning, but <laughs> from moving my bracelet. So. Small progress, small progress. Exactly. Okay, so the major topic this week that we want to discuss, this is one of my favorites, and we work on this a lot in the Spark program, and the Spark program is available online. So if you go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com, it is a five-week program that you can do on your own time in your own house. I have videos up there, and it's really, really pretty cool. I created it in 2010 for yoga students, and now um, it's online and virtual, so you can you don't have to be in Dallas. So if you're kind of looking to do something that has to do with a lot of the stuff we talk about, changing your life, getting perspective, getting clear on you know, what's actually happening in your life and where you want to go, then this is a great, great tool. So um, check it out. But one of the exercises that we do that's been so beneficial has to do with time. And you know, I often when I coach people, this is such a huge issue is like, do you, people say like, I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do. I'm so busy with work and life. The word busy and overwhelm comes up a ton in coaching. Mm -hmm. You feel that way sometimes, right? 
Oh, totally. That's one of my trigger words is if I say that I'm busy, I know that like I'm slipping into that overwhelm. Just I'm dropping into the overwhelm space. So busy is a big word for me. When I use that, I'm using it as like a, a signal like, whoo, we're spiraling down. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And th- I totally agree, especially now that I have kids. I absolutely wish there was more time in the day. But what's so, so interesting is that I have all the same responsibilities that I had before kids. So I, you know, have a house and I have a, biz- a couple businesses and I have, you know, myself and my husband and, you know, all these people. But now I have two kids. And so I'm like, what did I do before with my time? I mean, I like now I'm thinking, gosh, before kids, I had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like that, like when you're in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's not like people without kids have time and people with kids don't. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that it's an interesting perspective shift. And my mom, we need to get my mom on the podcast because she is like unbelievable in what she can accomplish. I'd love that. <laughs> I know. She's so great. We were talking about the other day, like about how she gets so much stuff done. It's really pretty amazing. And so we'll talk about that right now. But a lot of it is um, prioritizing and really getting clear. So we'll start with get clear. And this is the first thing we talk about in the Spark program, not just with time, but with everything, because often what our perception is of what's happening in our lives is very different than what's actually happening. So And you can't change things unless you know what's real. So it's just so interesting. I remember this even with the yoga studio, like when people would ask me numbers and stuff like coaches or consultants and I would, or even like, you know, when we have a teacher meeting, people would be like, oh, it feels great. Our, you know, our membership is awesome. We have so many more people in the studio. And then like you and I are like, actually, we run the reports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, membership is down and, you know, even class size is down. I mean, this is just an example. And so you can't go off of your perception and like what you're feeling. It's just, it's often just not real. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, it has a lot to do with you personally, like how your day was, what kind of space are you in to how your perception is that day? Absolutely. And we tend to skew things to seem more like we want them to seem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's easy to say things like, I don't have time. And then I spend an hour watching Scandal last night, which was fabulous, by the way, if anyone saw it. Ooh, it's getting good this season. <laughs> Don't tell me yet. Don't tell me yet. It's not on Netflix yet. (laughs) Oh, I won't. No, no, I won't give it away. But last night was one of those very like amazing scandal moments where you're like, no, (laughs) I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, the twist was amazing. Um, But I remember thinking like, okay, I'm going to consciously because John was at um, my in-laws with the baby and I put Luke down and I was like, I'm going to I'm going to watch one of my favorite TV shows for one hour, and then I'm going to read my book on finances. (laughs) And it was fabulous, but very conscious effort. Whereas sometimes I'll just turn on the TV and three hours later, I'm like, hmm. What just happened? (laughs) Yeah. Especially before we had just internet TV, I would turn on like HGTV. And next thing I know, I'm watching like eight shows of like flip, flip your something, you know, flip your house, flip your money, flip your whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, they suck you in. They do. It's like, I don't even know the name of these shows, but um, okay. So that was kind of a fun tangent, but get clear. Okay. So I'm going to tell you how to do this. Now, the second one, the second thing about how to get clear is 
that you have to track your time. Now, this exercise, we actually give you a pretty cool spreadsheet that will do this for you in the Spark program. So if you sign up for that, you can actually get the spreadsheet. But if you are just doing it on your own, write down what you're doing and the times for now the what we do in Spark is generally two days during the week and one on the weekend. I would at least challenge you to do one kind of typical weekend day and one typical weekday. So typical meaning like if you're going on a trip, don't pick that weekend day. Pick the one where you're home and maybe you're working on the house and you're playing with the kids or whatever. Um, now, it's tempting when you do this to change what you're doing. So you're like, well, it's like when we tell people to like, track their food all of a sudden they're like not eating the candy bar because they have to write it down <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah because you're becoming more aware yeah so that will happen automatically and I would just challenge you to try to stick with what you would be doing so that you can be really honest with yourself um whenever it gets uncomfortable is when you need to stay with it because you just have to be honest and it's not a judgment, right? It's not like, oh, I suck because I sat there and vegged and binge watch TV. It's like, just know that that's one of your go-tos when you're stressed, you know? Um, And then you really have to assess. So you look at this chart and the cool thing about the spreadsheet is it'll give you even like a pie chart version. And this was huge. One of my students, she had the pie chart you know, she put in all the times and it just populates this pie chart and she couldn't believe how much she was driving. And she lives like 45, at the time she lived like 45 minutes from work and the yoga studio and all this stuff. And so you might think, well, that's something I can't really change because I need to drive all the time. But what it got her to focus on was the fact that she needed to change to a job that was closer maybe that's not you. I'm not saying that if that's you, you have to change your job. But she was like, Oh, my gosh, I'm just seeing like, how much of my life I'm spending in the car. And it's just not the way I want to spend it. And again, nothing is right or wrong. Some people love commutes. And they you know, they use their time to, to, to do things for themselves and have audiobooks and that they might listen to their podcast then or whatever. So that's great. Nothing is right or wrong. I mean, watching three hours of TV is not wrong in and of itself. So you just want to get clear, though, on what's actually happening and what do you want to have happen. So um, another big one is social media. So one of my students, she was like, I check Facebook so much that I stopped like, I couldn't really write down like, because it would just be quick, quick checks. So she would just have a tick mark. So every time she went to go check social media, she would just put a little tick mark down. And she couldn't believe how many times a day she had the drive to go check it. Oh, man, I I think that number is like insane for most people. Yes, like just the those quick checks, not even the times where you like start it and you get sucked into the time loop. And you're there like looking at stuff forever. But I'm talking about like just the the quick Oh, did anything happen? Check? Yes. And Email for me is one that I've noticed. I haven't mm-hmm. been on social media as much, um, but I was with my kids a couple days this week and I just kept pushing the email button on my phone. Like it was like this weird little addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the first thing. There's always like, you know, two things on my phone I always, always go for. And it's like, check Gmail, check Instagram. And then like, I don't know what else to do with my phone. Like that's all it's for. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. So maybe that's something that you can do with this if you find that you're doing that. Um, And then 
assess what's actually happening and then where are you losing little bits of time that add up a lot. So one of the things I noticed was social media is is a huge one, right? But um, driving for errands. So like in my mind, sometimes I'll say like, okay, well, I need to go to Walgreens to get, you know, this lotion or whatever. And I need to go here to get this. And so really plan out what do you need to do? What needs to be done now? Like can the Walgreens... Um, stop, wait until, because it's right next to my son's school. So I was like, okay, I have to drop him off on Thursday because John's going to work early. I'm going to swing by Walgreens on my way home. So there's not an extra trip, right? And that probably saved me 15, 20 minutes right there. Um, so kind of, and the best, one thing that I love that I have some of my Spark students or coaching students do is on Sunday night or any night, you have a 30 minute date with yourself. And I tell people, pour a glass of wine, you know, water, whatever's just have a date with yourself, a planning date and sit down and write out all the things you need to do that week for work, for, for fun, for self care, for the family. And then plan, when does it make sense? Because so often we're in this kind of reaction, fiery mode where it's like, oh, I need to go grab that, boom, and we do it. And then it's like, oh, I need to go over here. And it's just, it's not efficient. That's that like instant gratification of like, I need to do it right now. Mm -hmm. Well, and you and I are guilty of that because we're like, oh, it's on the list. We want to check it off. And especially if it's something easy where I'm like, that's going to be really easy to check it off and then it's off my list. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then when you really think about it, it just doesn't make sense to do Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So that's hugely helpful. And it doesn't it that one, a lot of people, that's a great starting point. Because obviously, like changing your job, so you don't have a huge commute is a bigger like, hire me for coaching on that one, (laughs) because that's not going to happen from this podcast. But But the little bits of time, that's, I think, where we start. Start small and notice how efficient you are with your day. And then the planning that either, you know, if if having a whole 30 minutes on a Sunday night is too much, then the night before, spend 10 minutes and look at everything you have to do. So like for me, if I go to yoga, if I have to teach... I have a thing on my phone that at eight o'clock the night before and I pack all my water bottles because I have like electrolytes and this and snacks and whatever. I get everything ready in the fridge, ready to go. I get all my yoga outfits. I plan out. I put them in my bag. I have my, you know, I have everything set out. And when I don't do that, do you know how much time? Oh my God, Nicole. And, and stress of like in the morning trying to get everything together. Oh yeah, totally. I love that routine. Do you do that for everything? Oh my God, for everything. It's a little, a little nutty because <laughs> I take everything to the the nutty level. But as soon as I get home um, every evening, I like pack my backpack for the next day because I'm either practicing or teaching some sort the following day. And then I like lay my clothes out beside the bathtub. So they're ready right when I get out of the shower. I even like set out all my Q-tips and floss and things that I'll need the following morning. Like it's all just laid out. <laughs> Your Q-tips. <laughs> Yes, Vic is always like laughing because he's like, there's extra Q-tips laying out. And I'm like, don't touch those. Those aren't yours. Those are mine for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole has like a whole different world. (laughs) I know. It's a rhythm, but like it's literally the, the first like 10 minutes. As soon as I get home, I take the dogs out. I start my little routine before I even go upstairs and say like hi to Vic or do anything. I have to do my little my little rhythm. (laughs) Well, it's efficient. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's probably it relaxing and for you too. It is. And it's kind of like a, a wind down. Cause like when I come home from work, I'm like really excited and overstimulated and I kind of have to like slow down, get like in home mode. Yes. Oh, I get that. 
Okay, so going back to the planning, ask yourself the questions, what do you absolutely need to get done? Okay, so what do I absolutely need to get done? And then what would I like to get done? And prioritize that way, you know, but just know that self care should be in the absolutely need to get done. And I think that's where a lot of people just kind of keep putting that at the bottom. So you need to really prioritize yourself as being at the top of the list. So that's a toughie. Yeah, it's a toughie for for a lot of us. I know for me, like I have a massage today. And I was like, Ooh. I have all this stuff to do, but I'm like my body. I go to the chiropractor twice a week and he's like, I think you're just under a lot of stress because you just can't get my neck to relax. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I have to just accept the fact that I need, like I have to take care of myself or all this stress is just going to build to a place of craziness in my body. Mm-hmm. Get the massage girl always. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, and then the last thing is what can you cut what can you say no to? So a huge sparkism, and this literally has been a game changer for my clients, is when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And I I love this because if you really, I'm a, I'm a yeser. So if someone's like, I have a party, I have this, I have that, like, you know, I'm always a yes, which is great on some levels, but I'm a yes to a fault where... I'm not prioritizing and I often put other people in front of me and it just makes it really, really stressful. So I don't know. What do you think of when you hear this sparkism? I I love this one. This was a a big change for me when I did the spark program, really understanding the whole concept of if I say yes, there is a no also happening at the same time to something else. So I think it helped me get more comfortable with saying no to things and like being okay with it and saying, you know, no, I would love to, but I can't. And then honoring the things that I need to do for myself. And so I think it kind of empowered me to be okay with saying no. Mm. So can you think of any examples? Uh, The big one is always like dinner with girlfriends, uh, going out, things like that. When I know something big is happening the following day, like I have a workshop that I'm going to be at for work or we're planning to go camping. There's a certain amount of planning and rest that is required before that. And it needs to be honored in order to like full survival mode. Um, but I always feel like, Oh, the girlfriends are coming. I have to go out. Like I have to say yes, you know? Mm hmm. And you probably want to on some level, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally. But realizing that this is going to totally affect how tomorrow goes. And I don't I'm preventing the miserable. (laughs) Yes, because that's really self-care. And yes, totally. So I think that's such a great question to ask yourself when you before you say yes to something, especially if you tend to be in a, a state of overwhelm often, this will be huge for you is ask yourself that question. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say yes to this dinner. I'm going to say yeah, you know, like a, a simple one that we have often talk about in the yoga studio is like when you say yes to, you know, dinner with friends, you're saying no to your yoga practice. And can you know, can you replace that? Or sometimes it's like, no, I need to go to yoga first and then go, you know, maybe you can make both happen. But if you're saying you don't have time for yoga, then you want to look at, okay, what are you replacing that with? So there's a lot of different things that you can look at. It's, it's 
a perspective shift for sure. Mm-hmm. And that was a big one for me when I like committed to, I need the yoga. And so I have that stuff labeled on my calendar and Vic knows that don't schedule anything during the yoga time because that is happening. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of, it changed how those around me would respect my time too. And, and they just know like, that's my time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really great. And I think a lot of it for those of us that are caretakers and you know people that like to really um be for others in a big way this can be the hardest thing is that putting ourselves first and you really I mean I just know this as a mom especially now it's so much more obvious to me because if I don't go to bed and get sleep I I'm like snapping at my kids and I'm exhausted and I'm Mm -hmm. I don't have fun and it's like it just affects so much more than me you know totally so we actually have kind of two, two try this is this week, but for this part of the podcast, um, your try this is to track your day, at least one day. Okay. And, and I, if you, if this kind of scares you or you're like, oh, I don't know about this exercise, then just pick one day and it, whatever, whenever you feel the most overwhelmed, if it's the weekday or weekend, but if you want to go full on and you want to get a little taste to spark, then you could do more. Um, okay, good. Now our ask Coach A. Wags is very, I picked one that's very similar to this whole theme. So like we're just like theming around time this week. Isn't that fun, Nicole? <laughs> I like it. Theming on time. Theming on time. Yeah. And um, I get this question all the time, especially in teacher training. And I, every single teacher training class, I coach people on it. And it's just how can I be on time more often? I'm often late. And that one is so big, and we actually just talked about it as an intro in teacher training last week. But and it's it's so interesting to me because generally speaking, people are in one or two camps. They're either the person that's always on time or they're the person that's always late. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, for sure. I would even say the people who are on time are the ones who come early. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which we'll talk about why that is. Yes, and I know for me, I'm obviously the person that I shouldn't say obviously. People that don't know me don't know this, but I'm on time. Like I'm a I'm a stickler for time. But once I started having kids, all of a sudden I was late to everything and it was driving me crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And I realized I just had to completely shift the way that I looked at like how long it took things. So we'll talk about that in a second, how how long it took me to do things. But the first thing that that you told me that you really want me to share, and this comes from a good friend of mine, Samantha, years ago, she used to teach at the yoga studio. And we would talk about this because her and I like she's that person that if you have lunch with her, you know, she's going to be sitting down at the restaurant when you show up, like regardless of whether you're early or not, she's always there. (laughs) I love her. And she would say that people that are late are time burglars. I love that. <laughs> I just like picture like, you know, like the eye covered and like, you know, the I, the thieves of time. I just picture this like costume on them. But totally. Um, this is definitely changed people's perspective, I think, because you don't think of time as something that you're actually able to steal, but you really are. And so what happens is when you're late, you want to think about how it affects other people being late is actually a very selfish act and a lot of people do not like to hear that because they feel like it's a judgment or it's mean but it really is true you want to look at like who are you showing up for so if it's like if you're showing up to lunch 
with a friend, you're basically saying to your friend, your time is not important as important as mine. Because that like, I'm always that person sitting at lunch waiting for 15 minutes for someone to be there. And it's like I had 15, if I knew I had 15 minutes, I would have used it very wisely. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm sitting there. And so that's kind of frustrating. And it's also this like, um, signal to the person that planning wasn't important enough to get there on time. So it's something you really, really want to think about that you're actually taking someone else's time away. Or like I've been the last two days showing up like just four minutes late, but that's uh, too much at the chiropractor. Any Anything is too much. But at the chiropractor, you're there for like 10 to 15 minutes. So like he's back, 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 back. And it's because I haven't figured out that it actually takes me 10 minutes longer to get there from my mom's house. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just, wow. Because I my parents live a mile from me. So... um. I'm now stealing his time and then the person after theirs time. And then I put everybody behind him back. I steal mm-hmm. all of their time. Isn't that suck? No, it is. I, I think it's realizing how you are not honoring or respecting someone else's time. Like that's a big, that's a big shift to like take it off of you and see all the other people that you're affecting. It's like a ripple for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that sometimes can really help people change their perspective. And I got to a point where I had a friend that I just stopped um, going to lunch with her because I was just like, I can't like, I, literally, like, r- you will either cancel on me, like, while I'm on my way, or you're going to be at least 15 to 20 minutes late. And then some people will say, well, then just show up 15 to 20 minutes late. And I'm like, No, that just why like that to me, it's like that, that if I that person is not we're not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's not important to you, then why anyway? <laughs> yeah. If it's not, if, if it's not that important to them, then, then maybe we shouldn't have lunch. So, um, so then I'll say make being early your new on time. So when you think of, okay, I have to be there at one, think that you have to be there at 1245, but you have to really say, I'm going to get there at 1245. And if you're used to being late, you will then get there on time. For sure. I totally agree. And that's like accounting for all things, traffic, parking, something going wrong. That's why I always like, I leave a cushion for something to go wrong. Yes. And that's another thing. You bring up a great point, which is you have to think of all of the other things. Often people just think of how long it gets from point A to point B. But you have to think about how long does it take you to get all your stuff together in the car, packing it up? How long does it take you? Like say for yoga, for instance, if you didn't pack your bag and you didn't get all your waters ready, right? So then that's like another five, 10 minutes right there. And then, you know, oh, you have to take the dog out, you know, the dog has to go to the bathroom, whatever it is that you have to do before you leave the house. Then you think, okay, I've got to, you know, my GPS says 10 minutes. Okay, well, assuming there's no traffic, which you never should assume. (laughs) Not in Dallas, my friends. Yeah. (laughs) Then you have to think, okay, parking lot. And if the, you know, level one is full yoga sport Dallas, which it often is if you're going at a busy time, you got to get down to level two, then you've got to walk up the stairs, then you've got to unpack your bag, you've got to check in, you might need to buy a water if you didn't get your waters ready, you've got to get into the yoga studio, unroll your mat, you know what I'm saying? Like all of that, you're talking like, okay, that's 30 minutes now, not 10. Yeah, it's not like the whole it's not just point A to point B. There's a lot more that happens in there. Yes. So if you're late, often think I think that's often where people can go wrong is just forgetting about all that other stuff. And so one one thing is to obviously plan that stuff and do whatever you can ahead of time, but also plan for traffic, plan for parking, blah, blah, blah. Or like, say you're going somewhere new, like especially in a retail, I drove around one time and I had 
everything planned out for, to find this yoga studio. I never found it. I could not find it. It was one of those crazy retail places where there's like 50 million stores. <laughs> oh, and they all have the same address, but different suite numbers. And your yeah. GPS doesn't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. And like what I should have done was called beforehand and said, where are you next to? You know what I mean? Like, and like, or looked on Google um, Earth and seen like where it physically was. But I never made it to class because I couldn't find it. Um, anyway, so hopefully those are some things that you can really think of. And you know, there's this one guy at the yoga studio, Philip, he's always early. And I I just noticed it the other day. I said, Philip, you are always early. And I just love that about you. And he goes, being on time is being late. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I was like, ah, I've never used that one before. So, um, you know, it's just like in him to be early. And I love that. Um, but like you said, there's no harm in being too early. No, not at all. I mean, that just they're relieving so much stress like you get to skip all of that stress from that feeling of being late oh that's like the worst feeling and then you have extra time when you get there to do something you want to do something you enjoy doing yes absolutely so what do you do when you're early I always have a podcast ready to go. I have my headphones in my bag so that I can listen or I have a book or something like I have something that I've, I've already planned. I hope I get some extra time when I get there so I can do this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, too. And I love it. Um, I love actually having a little bit of time to myself. And you do, again, you just want to be mindful that if you just stay on your phone for 10 minutes and you're randomly searching or you're on Facebook, that's totally fine. But you're saying no to something else. So if there was a podcast you wanted to listen to or an article you wanted to read for, you know, school or whatever, just know that like you now have 10 minutes and just choose. It's like be present and like really clear in the decision you're making. Like be aware, I guess, is kind of the word I'm thinking. Yeah, I like that. I think that I think that's it right there. Yeah, be aware of the decision you're making and if it's serving you. Okay, so our second try this is to be five minutes early everywhere you go this week, which I love. I, I just try it out. See what happens. <laughs> All right, Nicole, you got us. You're, you're uh, sending us out with what? All right. So my shout out is to all the fur babies. First to my fur babies, Shiner and Phoenix, for being such good campers um, on the really long road trip and just staying positive, not getting whiny because it could have totally gone a different way. But also for them always being there, giving love, showing love, always being happy and positive. And that's really all the fur babies in the world out there. So Thank you to the fur babies. Oh, we love our fur babies. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please, please help us out and leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show notes and Sarah's awesome blog post at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach A. Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.